business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mmm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Oh, you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Pauline, this calls for the old Billy Barule. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! I know, I know I'm going to drop this volume down on this bad boy here. I know, it's a weird night to be doing a show, especially for me. I know it is, I know. Um, I meant to do one Saturday. I got a little busy, my forgot, I, I once again, as usual, I forget. I forgot, I got a birthday coming up in, uh, I got a birthday coming up in three days, on the 4th. I uh, I turn a year older. Let's just leave it at that. It's depressing to actually give my real my my age, but um, we usually end up at Dave and Buster's. We haven't gone the last few years, couple years, and uh, my parents called and said, "Hey, you want to go?" I'm like, "Ugh, probably not going to be back in time for the show." I wasn't yesterday. Uh, I knew that Ric Flair match was on, and I know. I mean, this show. I, I know not everyone that listens to this show watches wrestling, but. This show does spawn off of a wrestling show, and a lot of my crossover listeners would be watching something like that, and probably did. But 
I did want to knock out something tonight. And actually, this is one I've been wanting to do. Um, kind of with uh, me and Smark talking about all of the uh, old concerts we were going over with, you know, Lip Biscuit and Corn when we did the Family Values Tour. I wanted to actually focus on the rap rock genre. I'm going to play a little bit more of the old school stuff, not as much as the new stuff. But um, I've, uh, I've, I've, I've kind of been wanting to do this one, like I said. So uh, I think it's going to be a pretty fun episode. And today, August 1st, 1981, just so happens to be the day that MTV was launched. So... You know, kind of makes sense talking a little bit about music on a on a movie show today. Like I said, it was uh, August first. Pretty cool, nineteen eighty one. I can't believe I was uh, I was uh, three days away from being six years old at that time. Oh, look, I just gave my age. Who cares? I'll be forty seven in a few days. I'm. I was joking, um, but um, it. Uh, it's pretty crazy that MTV has evolved into what it did, what it got into. And I mean, I would say the late 2000s or even early 2000s is where it's really started making its changes with the reality TV and all that stuff. And it, it, it's kind of sad to see what it's turned into. Um, I mean, MTV, people would just, I mean, people would just leave it on all day. No one cared that they just played the same videos over and over. No one gave a shit. They played the same good videos over and over again. And then the next day they would play another set over and over. Then they started adding like Monsters Ball and, you know, a, a few of the little, you know, the dance shows, the uh, Spring Break, uh, you know, Jenny McCarthy show and stuff like that, which was sort of already kind of delving into the reality based era back then you know no one really gives them tv any credit for that but if you think about it they were doing that reality based you know kind of stuff sort of and a lot of those people were kind of actors but uh it was um it was a really cool time and like i said i was i, I was young i do remember when mtv did take off but uh i was obviously very young at the time but i, I do remember it and um like i said it's kind of sad what it's evolved into but uh like I said, we are going to go through the uh, rap rock genre a little bit. Um, I'll talk a little bit about it, and we'll kind of get into it a little bit. I don't have that many songs, really. I'll play them kind of as we go. Um, shouldn't be that bad, really. This is not going to be very long, but uh, I got a few good songs on here, and um, I think it's going to be a fun one. I am also going to knock out Plugs. Give me one minute. I've got them right here. And I can go ahead and do that. Let me go ahead and get a little music behind me. And I'll knock out some plugs for you guys real quick. And then we will get right into uh, the uh, genre of music. Now, I'm going to do Lost Boys on Saturday. Uh, yesterday was actually 35 years since that movie had been released. And uh, I didn't even think about that, but uh, Saturday coming up, I'll be doing Lost Boys right back here at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll be sitting right back down here doing that for you guys. So if anyone interested in uh, in that movie and the review of it, 
stop on by mixer.com slash wrestling outlet where i'm right here and you can always listen to this show on all the uh usual platforms anyway so all right so there we go figured i'd mention that before we started getting into a little bit of this and of course that means the high marks that's right cheese man mojo and g ways you guys should be checking them out you can check them out on uh, mixler.com slash metal mitt podcast network and you can also check them out on youtube at sunday nights uh 8 30 p.m eastern time and uh go ahead and check them out over there along with bobby anthem and bobby blades they're the inhumans they're on the inhuman experience check them out on the, all the usual podcast platforms and while you're searching for great great podcasts go ahead and check out eric doug and daniel the everything unscripted wrestling podcast uh eup network over there on blog talk radio go check those guys out uh you'll be very happy you did and of course like i said me and smart right back here wednesday night we will be back here uh right around 10 15 p.m eastern time right after aew dynamite we'll be right here talking some wrestling and uh there you go once again mixer.com slash wrestling outlet is where you can find all that and i'll drop down a little bit of the last resort there see i'm already playing you guys rap rock <laughs> I'm, I'm ahead of the game here, folks. Um, nah, I just wanted to kind of keep with the uh, the rap rock kind of thing here. But um, yeah, we'll go ahead. Like I said, I'll, um, we'll be talking. Ah, there's ants in this room from my daughter. I have ants crawling on my arms. But anyway, that's not the biggest deal in the world. Obviously, rap rock. Um, I'm going. I'm going. Getting into this rap rock. Obviously, uh, the genre of music has. Another thing that's evolved over the years, which I mean, everything has evolved, um, but it's kind of become, you know, a, a, a little more of the um, like Machine Gun Kelly and Post Malone. Uh, you know, they've, they've got songs out. It's actually now dubbed Glock Rock, uh, which it was dubbed in the early 2010s. So it's kind of what it's evolved into, but I'm going to kind of go with obviously the old schoolish rap rock. I'm even going to go, I mean, I'm going from the 80s to this. So matter of fact, a lot of these are from the 80s. Kind of, we're kind of going with the the roots of the rap, rap rock here with uh, a little more of these. Um, but obviously, like I said, with the uh, 90s concerts that me and Smark had been reviewing that this just was kind of something that's been on my mind for a while to do. I didn't really mention it, but it has been. This is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. So I figured I'd go ahead and do it tonight. Got no kids here tonight. They're all at swim lessons. So we can jam some rap rock and have a good time tonight. But um, obviously it did come into play in the 90s as well as the 80s but in the 90s it kind of became even bigger it got a lot more mainstream you had limp biscuit incubus uh two bands we talked about right there on the um family values tour rage against the machine who i mean every everyone saw the the guitarist accidentally get uh uh tackled at the concert poor guy um but uh, then, like I said, it kind of evolved into the Glock Rock as it uh, kind of became known uh, instead of uh, Rap Rock. So I, I'm not sure why the name changed. It's just what the hell. 
But anyway, obviously this did start in the 80s. Since we were talking about MTV in the 80s, this uh, right around 84 is when you got some of the uh, the New York rap artists actually were kind of the first to do it. You had uh, Run DMC release their song Rock Box, and it had uh, a kind of a gentleman named Eddie Martinez who was known around the New York and that area as just a session uh, musician. He just played for everybody and everywhere. Really, really talented guitarist. Um, you had the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, uh, released rap songs that year. Um, also, in 1984. And th they weren't as good. They just kind of were sampling ACDC songs, um, more or less. But also, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers were also involved in that. And their debut album was 1984, which kind of had, not kind of, basically did have Anthony uh, Kiedis, Kiedis, I never know how to say his name, Kiedis, uh, rapping over the band, you know, their funk music. That's kind of what they were. Punk rock, funk, whatever you want to really call them. But the real hit that kind of made this all kind of come together. There was a couple. Um, 1985 was, once again, we go to Run DMC, King of Rock. Now, in 1986, we go one year after that, and this is probably, this may be even one of the first rap songs, uh, rap rock songs, that really got a lot of mainstream play and actually hit the top 10 on the Billboard 100 that uh, in 1986. This would be Run DMC with Aerosmith and Walk This Way. Now, obviously, this had Aerosmith, you know, it had uh, Steven Tyler, it had the, and the guitarist Joe Perry. And uh, that's going to be the first song I'm going to play for you guys. I'm going to go ahead and do that right now, actually. Not even going to waste any more of your time. Let's do this.
Alright, so there we go. Aerosmith, little Run DMC. Um, you know, Run DM, <coughs> excuse me, Run DMC is so influential and, I mean, pioneers in so many just aspects of of rap just i mean that the, they were they they were around so long they were kind of the first real you know, guys out there and they were kind of the first ones to really like i said get mainstream with the rock rap genre and um you know you can't deny that it's documented right there i just just told you about it god damn it but um anyway uh we'll go ahead and get it a little more keep going here now after song uh a a song like that after a walk this way pretty much what you got was rappers uh rapping over samples like tone Loke's wild thing uh that was kind of built and sampled and based on uh van halen's jamie's crying which you know the that's where that comes from is the van halen jamie's crying song um and of course anthrax though when they joined up with Public Enemy, made a pretty goddamn good song, and a lot of this was another song that was pretty big. I'm not gonna say it was mainstream, um, but it was it, it was pretty mainstream. It was actually a pretty good song, and uh, this I mean we're going all the way from the, the '80s. Now we're going right into uh, 1991, and I'm gonna play that right there, the Anthrax, and. Uh, Anthrax and uh, ah, Jesus Christ, I literally just lost my mind real quick right there. But uh, I'm sorry about that. Anthrax and Public Enemy. And I actually saw Public Enemy. I think I've mentioned this before. I'm sure I have. They opened for U2. Yes, yes. Yeah, just, just let that sink in for a second. They opened for U2. Uh, so I did actually get to see Public Enemy one time in concert. And uh, they were damn good. They were damn good. They sounded great. So, all right. On that note, a little bit of bring the noise, anthrax, and public enemy. I remembered there. The crowd runs to me, 
my DJ is warm, he's yeah. ex, I call him Norm, you know He can cut a record from side to side So with the ride, the glide, so be much safer than a suicide Soul control, beat is the father of your rock and roll Music for what you're for which and you call a bad man Making a music, a music, but you can't do it, you know You call them demos, but we ride demos too What you gonna do, rap is not afraid of you Beat is for Sonny Bono, beat is for your Bono Run DMC for sinning, DJ couldn't be a man Stand on his own feet, get you out your seat Beat is for Eric B and LL as well, hell Wax is for Anthrax, still it can rock well Ever forever, universal and will sell Time for me to exit, Terminator There you go, Anthrax and Public Enemy. You know, I know I'm not the biggest fan. I've even said it many times. I'm not the biggest fan of you know rap music, and but I do like rap rock. I like listen. You throw a guitar in it, I'm gonna listen. I'm going to. I love guitar. I like drums. I like uh, I like the DJ scratching. I, all that stuff I really like, and um, you know. Listen, I really like all kinds of music. I don't really hate anything. So, you know, but this is, like I said, I, I, and we've talked about rap rock so many times. It's, I mean, it's it, it was kind of 90s. Matter of fact, we're going up into 93 uh, right now. We're going to go a couple years later right now. Go to the soundtrack to a movie that uh, me and Anthony actually reviewed on this show. A little uh, movie called Judgment Night which had a lot of collaborations on it. It had uh, Cypress Hill and Sonic Youth, Slayer and Ice-T, which Slayer and Ice-T kind of became body count. It, that's kind of what that became was body count. But it also had Biohazard and Onyx. Uh, and that was a song. I loved this song, I got to be honest with you. Uh, a little bit of Slam. And uh, this was actually called the Bionics Remix. And uh, here it is, folks. Oh, my God. 
I said I actually uh, I, I liked Onyx I uh, thought that was first of all that movie was an excellent movie Judgment Night uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Dennis Leary uh, Jeremy Pivens uh, just a really 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 good movie again me and Anthony did review that go over to Anchor uh, and check it out um, right over there anchor.com Hollywood Hangout uh, you can check that out over there but I'm going to tie this in because it's what I do. Sticky Fingers was in an episode of NYPD Blue. I just thought I would throw that out there. I just thought I, I, I'm just, 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 just throwing it out there. I'm in the middle of season eight right now. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, all right, like I said, I just wanted to throw that in there. Just it's what I do. Come on now. All right. So we're sticking in the 90s now. We're not going to uh, fade too far away from the 90s right now. <clears throat> so we're going to kind of get, like, like I said, and it kind of really, I mean, like I said, it was mainstream in the 80s, late 80s, but the 90s kind of was a big time for the rack, oh, rack, rap rock uh, genre. It was really, actually was a really big time. We had bands like, uh, you know, I mean, we had Kid Rock, we had Limp Biscuit, we had uh, Papa Roach, uh, Head P.E., uh, P.O.D. I, mean, I could just keep going and going and going. I'm barely touching the surface of rap rock here when I'm playing these songs. Uh, I mean, there's so many more and so many more bands, and I'm not even mentioning really right now, but um, there's plenty out there. Um, but one of them in the 90s that actually was the first to kind of get the big hit with a rap <laughs> I did it again, rap rock song was uh, Faith No More with the song Epic that did hit the top 10 charts pretty quickly. Um, this band was kind of an unknown band, just kind of came out of nowhere, but people were kind of thirsty for this genre of music. And um, not going to really waste any more time. Here we go. Faith No More Epic, obviously known mostly for the end of the video uh, where there's just a fish flopping a dead fish or a dying fish flopping on a piano but um that's neither here nor there the 
there you go. That was the fish just flopping right there on the table or the piano. Um, all right. So basically, uh, this is kind of where it became less about doing collaborations with rap artists and more kind of rock bands rapping is really what it became kind of more rock forward metal new metal i mean that th this is really what it kind of became at this point kind of new metal uh rock rap rap rock whatever you want to call it and uh we had mentioned uh a little bit of the kid rock now i don't know if you noticed but you know you got a little bit of uh when you listen to faith no more i don't know about you but i always got a little bit of a chili peppers sort of a vibe from that right there but uh i did mention kid kid rock and uh we can't get out of a rap rock show without talking about kid rock now kid rock's kind of a one of those figures out there that's uh a little controversial matter of fact he was on SummerSlam the other night uh, with uh, chelsea lynn or trailer trash tammy whatever you'd like to call her if you follow Officer Daniels on Facebook, you know who, you know the relationship there. Um, but she's a com uh, she's a comedian, and uh, he <laughs> he was slobbing it up with her on uh, on SummerSlam uh, for WWE. There, I I did see that. But anyway, um, but that is what happened in the '90s. They sort of abandoned the collaborations. Not completely, but sort of did uh, kind of abandoned those and went and kind of tested the waters with this sort of, like I said, new metal. And I had mentioned all those bands right there. So there you go. But before I move on and uh, kind of get to the end of the 90s and move a little bit into the 2000s, let's go ahead and jam the Kid Rock one. Let's do some ball with the ball. There's a long intro to this one.
right. There you go. And that was a song from 1998, which once again just leads us, as we said, right into the 2000s. But, I mean, I really got to, you know, I don't care what you say about Kid Rock. The guy made a great career for himself, um, you know, screaming into a microphone. Let's 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 just fucking put it out there. He screams into the microphone. It's really what he does. He screams into the fucking microphone. So he made a great career for himself screaming into a microphone about how wonderful he is. Um, so, hey, he's got fuck you money from it. So whatever. I I don't hate the man. I don't hate the man at all. But uh, all right. So now we're going to get a little bit, like I said, we're going to kind of roll into the 2000s a little bit now. When, um, again, it was still going well. We, you know, we we still had a lot of the same bands that we had talked about before. Your Limp Biscuits and all those were still around, still kicking, obviously. Limp Biscuit is still around and kicking and doing a whole new album and tour and everything. And I'm loving the guy for it. Um, but a lot of the uh, bigger names uh, in rap had started to really embrace uh the rock genre, the you know the 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 heavier type music. You had uh, Eminem, I'm not a fan, but it doesn't matter. I'm giving facts here. Eminem won an Oscar and a Grammy for the 2000s. Lose Yourself, uh, Jay Z and and Lincoln Park had a number one album in 2004 with their uh, with Collision Course. Um, but uh, I am gonna play a Lincoln Park song for you guys real quick. It's actually not a long song. It do, it's not the one with Jay Z. Um, honestly, I hadn't heard that song and didn't want to play it. I've heard this song a bunch of times now. Linkin Park, obviously, we know uh, the uh, Chester, the lead singer, took his own life uh, a couple years ago. I forget exactly when. Um, but in this band, uh, there was a guy named Mike Shinoda, I believe is his name, that was doing the rapping for the band. And uh, Linkin Park, I would say definitely... Took this to another, I mean, they were huge, and they were doing a lot of collaborations at that time, too, and up to the end, so, but, um, all right, so let's go ahead, and uh, like I said, we're sitting here in the, uh, in the 2000s still, so let's go ahead and do that, and play a little bit of uh, Linkin Park, I got some Bleed It Out here. To hang this noose, string me up from atop these roofs. Got it tight so I won't get loose. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Dug the trench out, lay down there with a shovel up out of reach somewhere. Yeah, someone pour it in, make it a dirt dance floor again. Say your prayers and stop it out when they bring that chorus in. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. I bleed it out, digging deeper just to throw it away. Just to throw it away. Matter how hard I try, have 
Lincoln Park, uh, right there. Uh, again, I mean, they were <clears throat> very huge, obviously, in that genre. Of, I mean, that the the and they were a really good band. I really actually liked Lincoln Park. Um, but I I know I jumped way ahead to 2007 with that song. I am going to go back to 2001, and we're going to end it in the 80s. Uh, but, uh, we are going to go, like I said, a little bit back to, uh, 2001 in just a minute, but, um, you know, in the two thousands, you're basically kind of getting now into an oversaturation of some of these type of bands. Um, but like I, you know, like I said, Lincoln Park had continued success from it. But a lot of the actual rap artists just started doing their own rock music and, you know, the, the, there was, you know, even uh, Little Yachty and Post Malone streamed a full set of Nirvana covers to, to in 2020. Um, so it's still around. Not a, Again, I'm not really big on the uh, newer type music. So you know me. But uh, what I'm going to do, though, is uh, I've got two more songs to play, and then we can go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. So if you will give me just a minute. I will go ahead and uh, play 2001, a little bit of a, not an unknown band, but wasn't a huge band. Just going to play a song by a band called Edema, uh, The Way You Like It. Again, these are just kind of the songs I threw in, didn't really have anything to do with anything we were talking about. I just threw in a couple of rap rock songs that I enjoy and liked, and uh you know, I started the show with Primer 55, which is obviously, you know, the song Loose, which I've played a ton of times on these shows. So, but um, same kind of band, same kind of concept. And uh, here it is. Remains no reason. 
people change And money claims everyone from everything I can't believe that you would think that shit of me I was amazed at the torment that you put me through And you could see right through the greed and all your needs You realize that you were just about as bad as me Sometimes I only remember the days when I was young Nowadays no one remembers when they were young and stupid The way Like I said, just one of them that I enjoy and thought was a good one to throw in there. I've only got one song left, folks, then we can uh, go ahead and roll on out of here. And I had mentioned the Beastie Boys. I said I was going to go back to the 80s. We are. We're going to go back to 1986 here. I had mentioned the Beastie Boys. Kind of a, you want to talk about rap rock pioneers. Uh, I think they were too. And they 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 pretty much lasted out into the 2000s also with, you know, sabotaging a few of their songs out there. So... Um, I'm going to play Rhyming and Stealing. I know it might not be the most rap rocky of their songs, but uh, I love this song. I like all their songs, to be honest with you. So uh, I'm going to play this, and then uh, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. So here we go. Last song, Rhyming and Stealing, Beastie Boys. 
There you go. You know, but before we go, let me talk a little bit about that album, License to Ill by Beastie Boys. That came out in 1986. Believe it or not, it was... uh, The critics actually liked the album. They liked it. It was very, very strange how they enjoyed an album like that, but the critics actually loved it. Um, I mean, Rolling Stone... Gave it a, a, a five stars. The Source gave it five out of five. Spin Alternative Record gave it 10 out of 10. Uh, 1998, it was um, selected as Source's best uh, 100 best rap albums. It's the only album by a Jewish hip-hop act to receive five mics from The Source, which I just told you, five out of five. Um, and it, it the album was really... It was goddamn huge. It was unbelievable. 
Um, but it was definitely, I mean, even Eminem said this was one one of his favorite albums of all time and it changed hip hop. And, uh, it was definitely, it it was even in the, uh, the book 1001 albums you must hear before you die. But the album was certified platinum just a year later, uh, by the, uh, Record Industry Association of America. And then it was certified diamond. In 2015, the single for the song Brass Monkey was certified gold for shipment of 500,000 plus sales in 2012. Now, and that that was the week following um, Adam's death. So, you know, that was a huge resurgence in sales for them with that album. Um, And it re-entered the chart uh, back at, at number 18, that album actually re-entered the chart from selling so many that year. So that was a huge album, and it got a quick resurgence for a horrible reason. But, um, you know, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all I've got on everything for rap rock. Uh, I had fun doing this one. Like I said, it was kind of nice going through the whole genre, how it started, how it, you know, and kind of played the music as we were going. And, um, like I said, that's really all I've got as far as I know for this. So I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you, everybody. Greatly appreciated. Me and Smark will be back here once again on, um, on Wednesday night talking some wrestling, 10.15 Eastern Time. And I know this was an odd night for me to do a show. I do. Um, but once I just, like I said, Saturday I got busy. Yesterday, just another day. I would not even want to tell you what my daughter did. We had a flood in my house yesterday. Don't even ask. Oh, my God. But um, definitely wanted to at least get a show out. And uh, like I said, this Saturday coming up, I'm going to be doing uh, Lost Boys. Since it is 35 years since Lost Boys was released, I'm going to go ahead. uh, That was yesterday and um, this Saturday. I'll knock out Lost Boys for everybody. So if you're interested, stop on by Mixler.com slash Wrestling Outlet. And uh, that's about it for me, folks. See you.